stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Essence of Rhythm, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. to midnight. It is Essence of Rhythm. Thank you very much for tuning in and for joining us. Rhythm conversation about to take place with just, it's it's so exciting to be able to catch up with a poet from the continent. Uh, she's Ethiopian, and I'll tell you a little bit about her. Christine Johannes is an Ethiopian a poet, a writer, and most of all, as she loves to call herself, a human being uh, with a strong belief in love. Um, it was the year 2016 when she was a resident of the International Writing Program, and she really was um, so amazing because I think she was the only female representative out of five since the program started in 1967. Can we make all the noise we can for Christine Johannes, who joins me on the line from Kenya? Christine, it is such a pleasure to finally meet you over the phone. Thank you for making time to chat to me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I wish I would have been there with you in the studio, but, you know, with COVID and everything, it's not possible. But I'm so glad we can do this. Yes, I, I I would have loved that as well. But you know what? All in due time, we will, we will get to meet and hug and really just exchange energies in a fruitful way. But I'm so excited because I really just, I love your work. I think you are tremendous. And I think for me, any woman that is not afraid to go there, you know what I'm, what I'm talking about? The women that go there, that really get into the politics of human existence. It always just excites me because women have always been taught throughout history that our voices don't really matter, that we belong in certain parts of the home and expression is, is not where we should be. So it's so refreshing to be able to be exposed to your poetry. But also, I think what's wonderful about you being a young Ethiopian woman is the, how you promote, even in your work, the Amarinia uh, culture and language, as it were. So tell me a little bit more about yourself in terms of, you know, um, the multicultural background that you come from, uh, being Ethiopian, what it's like and, and who you are and what, what the writing is about and how it found you. Um, yeah, I and mean, you said most of it to be honest. But, and you know, growing up in a multicultural um, family mm-hmm. for me um, hasn't been the most um, like the easiest thing because belonging is something that um, you know I, I had to struggle with. And up until I reached like my teen years, I didn't really know um, where where to identify or what to be with. Hmm. Um, so it's interesting that, you know, for the longest time I had considered myself to be quite nice and quite bad. And um, there's even a poem I wrote called My Name. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't normally title my, uh, my poems, but, um, but I tried to reflect that. In, and only very recently that I learned not to say that I am part this or part that because there's no human that is part because I am a whole human. Yes. You know, it's, it's a learning process. But um, to be frank with you, um, growing up in, in my family has allowed me to be, uh, you know, the woman that I am because I've always had a place at the table. I've uh, always um, been listened to and I've always known how to express myself. So mm. it, the, that's what I also try and reflect in my poetry because in from, you know, um, 
our, our cultures, African cultures in general, without wanting to really uh, generalize much. But um, women in Africa have always had space. We are warriors. Uh, we've been so true. We are yeah. queens, you know. So um, it's it's finding that place again, or redefining my space as a woman. Mm. And I believe that, you know, um, because I've been given that chance within my family and, and, and through poetry, I want to do that for other African women as well. Wow, well, I think you, you've kind of sort of painted a picture in terms of what I really wanted to get into around, um, you know, what it's like being a creative thinker in Ethiopia, what it's like to be a writer in, in Ethiopia. Um, and and your personal experience uh, came through uh, very strongly in, in your response there. But I, I just want to really find out more about your your themes of passion, as I like to call them, because, I mean, with, with expression and with poetry, you really can go anywhere. But you've chosen to really focus your, 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 your work and your energies on uh, themes around equality, human rights, human existence. Uh, why is that? And when... when when did that passion uh, get ignited for you? Oh, wow, that's actually a um, great question, but also very multi-layered and multifaceted. I hope I'll be able to um, to answer it um, in a sure. uh, sure. breath for you. Um, yeah, so for me, you know, humanity has been something that um, always weighed in my mind, even before I started calling myself a poet, because... Um, as I was saying earlier, existence and belonging had always been questions that I, that troubled me at first, and then of mm. course that I started playing around with with my poetry and my art and my writing. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it always it, it kind of started from that. And of course, you know, as Africans, um, most of our borders were limited external forces, not, not by our own doing, and so. It means that from a lot of the African countries on the continent, um, you know, our communities were either split into or um, tribes were divided, etc., etc. That country happens to be one of those where we've got um, 80, over 85 uh, different ethnic groups and, you know, ethnicity, religion. Um, identity is always. Um, questioned. Um, mm, so mm, mm. the question of humanity um, is about, first of all, learning to accept um, individuals as they are within the group that they exist in, That's but right. also yeah. accepting the, the the their identity in the way that you know they they, they choose to identify themselves. Mm. So, mm. in brief, that's kind of like oh, where everything fails. Um, inside of me, and of course, um, I, as I was trying to touch up on earlier, like my name is a French name, and a lot of times as an African, I'm asked if I have an Ethiopian name, and I don't because uh, my grandfather was, um, you know, coming from you know French uh, origins, if I can say it like that, because one of my great grandfather was French, you know. So there's like all of these intricacies that are very difficult to, to explain to people in, in, in the first, you know, in, in the first instances where they meet you because people have a lot of questions. And mm. it, it was hard for me not to belong to, 
you know, anywhere and then nowhere, and then you get lost. And it was really sad not to have been able just to be human, where I had to be forced into certain categories. And to this day, I hate labels. So that's what really fueled, uh, you know, the, the themes and the topics um, mm. of my poetry. And of course, I, I, I chose poetry as vegan because it was the biggest medium of expression since um, I was aware, I always felt like there were no rules. Um, being a writer in Ethiopia or, you know, in Africa, it's, it's just like anywhere else in the world, right? Like, it's not like it's going to pay rent or the bills. I agree um, with so you, yeah. It's unfortunate yeah. because, you know, and as a creator, like, especially um, for, for Africa, mm. we've had oral traditions where, you know, we've had griots in the, in the kingdom that, mm. told, that told stories but also kept track of history. And um, mm. without writers, uh, whether, you know, um, um, were oral storytellers or in, in, in writing of itself, we are part of history because we make history and we keep track of history, whether it is our personal history or our, our countries or the universe, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. um, poetry kind of became the, the medium that was between, um, you know, music and storytelling and um, and also like self-expression and dance. It's really about making words dance for me. Yeah, yeah. You you know, I, I mean, you you mentioned so many important things around uh, the the importance of poetry. So I'm rephrasing a little bit. You mentioned so many amazing things about why poetry is important. But I think just as an extension to that, um, you know, because you speak of it being such um you know the things that that that, that fuel uh, your politics as a woman, as an Ethiopian uh, multi multicultural uh, w- woman with a multicultural background. That is, and um, I really am interested then to find out about um, what you're talking about in terms of you know sometimes I would imagine as a creative, as a writer, as a poet um, from Africa, but with also a lot of international standing. That is sometimes you would be pressured, whether you're conscious of it or not, to follow the template of the West, you know, to keep things American or to keep things English or whatever the case is. But I think one of the things that I respect mm. about you is how you you are still um, even on your YouTube channel. I mean, I don't understand the language, but I find myself just so sucked in and so immersed in your poetry when you do it in uh, the Amharic language or Amarinya as it's known. Um, why is it still so important for you to keep the language um, of your people alive in your work? Um, because it's a part of who I am. It's, um, I, I don't we really um, select uh, the language in which the the poems come out in because I write in English, in Amharic, and also in French. Um, right. So I'm sure that you know now I'm, I'm I've been living in Kenya since 2017, and if I manage to uh, you know learn Swahili properly, I'm sure that um, in a few years I'll probably be. You know, spitting out a few things in Sahili as well. It's, it's almost giving words, you know. I've never selected the language in which I write, but mm. a lot of the Amharic songs, like um, poems uh, that I've written, 
um, are songs of my soul. You know, they're, they're, it, it, it's deep. It's, um, it's things that I don't think I would have been able to express in, in English or in uh, in French. And um, for people that speak multiple languages, um, they might relate to what I'm about to say because um, there are days where, you know, I wake up and I almost have to speak English because mm-hmm. the words won't come out or it just, it just won't, you know, it won't resonate. As much it def- yes, and yes. So it's really, <laughs> True. Yeah, it's like the vibrations of, of, of the day or the feelings of, or the topic I'm also tackling. So um, that's that in terms of like, you know, the, the, the language in which I, I write poetry. But um, it, in terms, like to answer your question about the importance of keeping uh, my language alive, mm-hmm. um, because I come from, you know, a background that's um, very mixed um, outside of Ethiopia, Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean, like, you know, I, I told you, like, uh, one of my grandfathers was half French. My mm-hmm. grandmother was Italian. Mm-hmm. On my mother's side, I've got Turkish, Somali wow. origin, um, Greek, Norwegian. Wow, so girl. it's, like, just really, really mixed. And, yeah. And it's crazy. <laughs> but, you, you are worldly you know, in the um, true sense of the word. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's why I like referring to myself as a human being more than anything, because it's all I have, you know? Mm. And and it's unfortunate that in terms of my, my country's language, I only speak one. I wish I would have been able to speak 85, and I wish that, you know, language wasn't as politicized as it has become now. Right. Um, mm. You know, almost like if you speak English with a certain accent or with a certain twang, it gives you some sort of status, but that's wrong because yeah. it's just a medium of communication. Mm, mm, um, mm. It's just a tool, you know, and, and I wish I spoke more from my country. And the only one I have is Amharic. So um, it, it makes me feel like, even though my roots are not deep within the country, because I can't count more than uh, four generations in in Ethiopia. Um, even though my roots not deep, like because some people can count a hundred years back, you know what I mean. I mm. I, I don't have mm. the the um, the blessing to do that. It's the only thing that roots me is the language. So um, it's the only thing I can you know proudly fly as a flag almost. Mm-hmm. No, I hear, I hear all of that, and I think uh, you know you are. You are really exciting in terms of, you know, incorporating who you are in, in the work. I think that's always important for any creative, really. But I think most imperative for this conversation around expression is really also for me being a creative and a writer and a poet or any kind of creative, it's very important for you to always be mindful of the fact that you are being of service. So it is just so wonderful to hear how you are speaking so passionately about uh, being of service to the people in a way, you know, keeping the language alive, keeping the culture alive and really serving them and representing them through your work. But it is so exciting to see that uh, the Poetry Africa Festival is back 25 years deep. How amazing is that? So um, it's still presented by the the Center of Creative Arts. 
at the University of, of uh, KwaZulu-Natal. It takes place from the 11th to the 16th of October this year. So we're already in the month. And um, the wonderful thing is, of course, the fact that this festival really just sets the stage for all kinds of South African poets, but also all five regions of the African continent are participating. And of course, hence why we have Christine Johannes on the show from Ethiopia talking to us about her poetry. You are part of it. Uh, talk to me about uh, your participation in this year's Poetry Africa Festival. Is it your first time? What can we expect from you this year? Yeah, it's my first time, actually. I was invited um to, to take part in it, and of course, you know, I didn't even ban I I don't even think I read the full email before I responded saying yes, mm-hmm. I'll take part in it because it's such an honor. Um, mm-hmm. It's such mm-hmm. an honor, you know. It's like, I mean, 25 years of, you know, bringing the best of what the continent has to offer is um, amazing, and um, I feel really honored to be a part of it. Um, I really haven't decided which poem to read yet, but. As you said earlier, um, it is a life of service. Yes, um, yes. Most of the topics that I touch upon are topics that relate to, of course, you know, women, women's rights, um, human rights, etc. And I feel that it's definitely going to be around that. Um, I'm probably going to use a couple of, you know, poems that are really, really close to my heart because... Um, these are still problems that exist worldwide. Mm. Yes. Uh, but I'm also working on a new piece for the festival. Um, Amazing. Because, you know, 25 years is a historical. Mm. So I want to mm. make sure that, you know, I've given it my, my soul. Christine Johannes, you are a powerhouse. And it was just so... I, I really... I, I have to oh. sh- tell you, you... I love your energy. You know, you are so passionate. And one day I would love to meet you in person and exchange um, all kinds of things with you. Thank you very much. I I appreciate your time. All the best for this year's uh, Poetry Africa. I think, you know, I really just want to commend you, you and every other poet that's going to be involved this year because you really are taking poetry during these difficult times and bring it to us because and really just teaching us that um, we should just remain inspired by our own voices. And the poetry really just reminds us of that. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Thank you. Thank you, Christine Johannes, joining us live from Kenya at this time around. I know she's busy with uh, telephone conferences, etc., but she is uh, Ethiopian and she is one of the most amazing poets, really. If you can just go on her YouTube channel, you will get a sense of... Uh, really what she's about because I mean I could read her entire CV which is amazing by the way but I think her work speaks for itself so just go on her YouTube channel Christine Johannes with the Y and uh, check out some of her work uh, she does a lot of work in in English in uh, Amarinya which is uh, the, the the language of the Ethiopian people spoken by 22 million people and she expresses herself so well in both languages. Check her out. Very expressive, very confident, and uh, has a lot to teach uh, you and I about self-expression. So I think it's so wonderful that Poetry Africa is back. And the great thing is that there really is no excuse. Radio 2000 Podcast.